Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the class act at Kauai Community College, the show that highlights campus happenings and goes deeper with its professors and students so you can hear why this is where you want to be. It's that time. Let's get it on. Welcome to a new episode here at Kauai Community College. Uh, today is a very great day. Not only is the weather incredible and the sun shining, but I get to sit down with one of Kauai Community College's finest professors. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure how much comedy is going to be in this uh, episode, but get ready to laugh, get ready to have some fun because. On the other side of the table, I've got a man that needs no introduction. He goes by the name of August Graybosch. He is the art professor here at Kauai Community College. Am I correct about that, August? I am currently the art professor at <laughs> KCCS. Now, I want to start with uh, your background. I want to start with getting to know you a little bit, and I want folks who are listening to get to know you a little bit before they step into your classroom. Tell me where you're from. Tell me what you... Um, have accomplished so far because I know you're well accomplished and where you went to school where I went to school all right so I'm gonna answer that backwards because okay. that's how I remember the questions perfect so for undergrad I went to UC San Diego and then I went to Columbia for in New York for my master's uh -huh. in fine art um, second question what have I accomplished so far yeah well, my greatest accomplishment is uh, being a good art professor yes yeah um, but other than that, um, I did a lot of exhibiting in New York for painting and drawing. And what I ended up doing was um, I still continue that practice, but I sort of saw the art making skills, how they could translate um, so well into just marketing and right. product and product design. So I started building guitar amplifiers uh -huh. and that has worked for me pretty well. That, that kind of took over and they sold a lot faster too than my paintings and drawings. So right. it, it gave me a broad sense of what art can be. And mm -hmm. it's been great being here because um, when I do these independent studies, I'm not the one coming up with the ideas. The students are already uh, predisposed right. to having a fishing lure company or whatever it is they, they bring my way in terms of wanting to um, pursue that as a career afterwards. Okay, we'll touch a little bit more on that in just a minute. Tell me uh, all the different things that you teach here at Kauai Community College. So I teach drawing. Um, that, that also is involved in the creative media program. Uh -huh. So there's two sections of that. One's at night because I want to make sure that it's open to the adult community and students that work during the day. Right. I also teach uh, painting, both oil and watercolor, which uh, is a lot of fun. And it, it's great to see people really put a lot of time into an artwork um, and, and follow through with their drawing skills Okay. and realize that, that. And then I also teach intro to art, which is half history, half um, really eclectic projects. Okay. Uh, from things like graffiti to you know, introductory drawing, watercolor, etc. But it's also a writing class. And that's been really enjoyable to... Uh, teach aesthetics and um, help the students with their writing. Okay. So that class in particular, since we're on the subject, that is probably more a traditional classroom setting, correct? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a lecture involved in that that takes up um, a good portion of class time. Uh -huh. 
Um, but at the same time, it's it's always good um, to leave a little bit open and then right. to meet your students and curate a couple courses or a couple activities to what their interests are. And that's, you know. Certainly, it's a great thing. Yeah. Um, I wanna talk about the uh, foundational side of drawing because as you mentioned earlier with Kauai Community College having a creative media program and so on, drawing and the ability to draw, the ability to understand the fundamentals of drawing and art in itself really are foundational to everything else that comes after that, correct? Yeah, I mean, I'd go a step further and say it's foundational for anything entrepreneurial because you're given this blank canvas and uh -huh. a loose prompt and you sort of have to have the self-reliance to figure it out for yourself. Right. So that, in my situation, gave me confidence to learn electronics and start right. a guitar amplifier company and not think twice about it because I'd already taken some colors in a tube and made photorealistic paintings. Right, right, which, right. Which, you know, that in itself was... Uh, a little bit bizarre and eye-opening the first time you start achieving things like that. Let me uh, touch a little bit on uh, a little bit more into the, your actual teaching. As a student of yours uh, for several semesters now, um, thanks for taking my classes, T. <laughs> <laughs> I am actually uh, the lucky one. Uh, for anybody uh, who is interested uh, in taking uh, some of the greatest classes, the art classes here with August are incredible. Uh, I'll vouch for that personally. But let's talk about uh, your You teach in a very, I guess, what I look at as kind of like an unorthodox way. It's being a young guy yourself, you teach in a way where students are able, you're really able to connect with students on their own level, no matter what walk of life that they come from. And I assume that that is something that has helped you or at least allows you uh, to be able to reach them on a deeper level, so to speak, within the classroom. Would that make sense? Yeah, I mean, it's, you spend a semester or sometimes multiple semesters getting to know these individuals and right. you know you become invested in their success mm -hmm. um, at the same time you're a teacher right so you're not their friend you right know? right, so you right. Have to give there's them that a, line you have to give them a grade at the end and there's <laughs> always a little awkward moment where they're trying to figure out uh, figure you out in the beginning right but um yeah I just I think um, students are smart they can tell whether you care and I, I I'm always very um, concerned with getting the lesson across and having them learn and it's a lot easier to do that when they sense that you care right and they'll pay attention and show up and um, but for me I'm when I think of how I teach I think about demonstrations uh -huh. I, I like to show um, various ways how to do things and I also really believe that students can make up their own minds um, uh -huh. whether they're going to do it exactly like that or they're going to deviate from it. Mm -hmm. So I don't really think that giving information or skills uh, corrupts their minds and they end up being realists. I right. just think it's valuable to know those things. Mm -hmm. And they're also teachable things, whereas, you know, some abstraction is so out there it's not really, you know, you can give a lesson, but it's it's like verbal instructions and a little bit about materials. Right. So I, I just try to even, you know, I just try to make sure that they know, you know, they know 
and have been exposed to that subject, uh -huh. whether they master every facet of it or not is up to their interests and them. Right. But I, I want them to leave not having any questions on how something is done. You know, they go to a museum, they, they've experienced the materials or I've explained to them um, or shown them what's going on. Right, so they have a deeper understanding as to what they're looking at and so on. Yeah, because you, you can just have so many pitfalls in art making that um, have nothing to do with your actual talent. Right, right, that, and that makes sense. Something else I want to uh, touch on is the fact that you teach both uh, intro students and intermediate students. And you touched, touched earlier about uh, entrepreneurship and how important that is uh, in, in uh, what you uh, want to drive home to these students. In the intro classes, obviously you focus on the basics and going into the intermediate classes you focus would it be safe to say that you focus more on the individuals themselves and creating their own entrepreneurship within whatever media they choose or so on would that be safe yeah i'm i'm very open um and i'm i'm enthusiastic about it i mean first of all i identify with that that mindset mm -hmm. um but again uh, not every place is like this island. I've taught elsewhere and there is, I mean, I didn't tell Hunter Cabral to do fishing lures. He came and was doing that already. I just worked with him a bit and tried to give him some time and, you know, s some input so right. that he could see that uh, through. And I, as an artist, I do not think it's, there should be any shame in getting paid to do something. Right. So... If, if someone's coming up to me, like uh, we have this semester some silk screening starting up and uh -huh. they're doing a clothing company, mm -hmm. um, that's great. You know, I, would, I wouldn't uh, get in the way of that. I, I hope it's extremely successful. And again, I don't take credit for it. It's just, it just seems to be what the culture is like on this island. And there's a lot of um, individuals and just the community in general that want to see people succeed and manufacture and make things and we're actually in a, um, a pretty good location being right in between Japan and right in between the West Coast right and then also I mean the tourism industry is huge yeah so it's you know you don't you don't have to be poor to be an artist you can make quite a bit of money and I encountered that with some of uh, my classmates going through the schools I did and when I heard that I went to the same school as the guy that did the GoPro and he went through my art program, wow! I was like, well, why not be like that guy a little bit too? Exactly. I mean, my love for painting and drawing is always going to be on the forefront of my mind and what, what my activities are, but you have to enable yourself to do those things unless you like really hit it big, right? Right. And that, you know, that, that's not always controllable. Right, exactly. And, you know, I think the focus that you're putting out really is the fact that the, the old school term that I've heard uh, growing up is, uh, what is it, starving artist? Yeah. It really doesn't have to be the case and really is not really uh, anything these days, especially with the way the uh, society has gone, I guess, today. Would that be correct? Yeah, I, I think that... You know, just humanity in general is creative, whether mm -hmm. it's making paintings, guitar amps like I do, right. um, fishing lures, or philosophical concepts and ideas. Right. So if you're in that kind of mindset and you 
are looking to create, but you're also open to making money with it, yeah. then I, I think that there's um, there's there's a lot of potential in that. And it's also, when someone comes up to me, say they want to do a graphic novel or a comic book, that was something that was proposed recently. Uh-huh. I'm not necessarily thinking like, I don't think like, how do we make money in this uh-huh. right away? I don't, I, I listen and I'm like, that's what this person wants for a career. Let's figure it out. Right. You know, so, so you lead the way in figuring out how to take an idea from a student standpoint and turn it into something and capitalize on it, so to speak. Yeah. And it's not, I don't listen to graphic novel, comic book and say, well, is that going to make money or not? Mm-hmm. I think, how, how are we going to make money on that? Because he's told me what he wants to do. Yeah. It's not if, and, but how. Yeah. And what better time than this kind of like insulated bubble of going through school and bouncing around and figuring out your interests to try something like that and see if it's going to be lucrative than when, you know, you get out and, you know, you don't necessarily um, want to like take such a risk right. perhaps. So, um, yeah, I mean, that that really is it. And I, I look f- forward to the future. Um, it's there are schools uh, like you talked about drawing being like a, a real foundation. If you go to uh, there's a school in Milan that designs cars, right? They're, right. they're going to teach you drawing. You go to fashion school, they teach you drawing. It's a way of seeing um, what something looks like before you have to make it or manufacture it. Right. And then it's visual communication, but also it's it's just a way to take whatever it is you know you're thinking of and say let's see what it looks like now i'm not i don't want to get off of this subject but i want to change gears for a second you mentioned earlier that you taught at other schools so have you always taught on the collegiate level or have you taught at different levels or um my first teaching jobs were special education based really yeah so i taught um, i was a behavioral technician and i worked Mostly with students that were on uh, the autism spectrum. Okay. And I've taught pretty much every. With, with if you count early college uh-huh. at Kapa'a, I've taught every grade. Wow. Yeah. So I and there's there's great things about all of it. Right. Know? So it's it, it it's definitely a fulfilling job. It's good, but I mean I really enjoy teaching here, and I have taught at other colleges, and I. I'm very pleased with the students that I've encountered, uh-huh. um, and I also just am thankful that I am enabled to actually get to know the students and do these projects. And you know, hope it, it means a lot to see them succeed. You right. Know? So it's that doesn't happen when you're in a class with a hundred, and a lot of college rankings are based on the research a professor does, not how great of a teacher they are. You know, right. sometimes you'll be in a breakout session with a grad student. Um, and here, um, yeah, I, I actually get to, to really work with students. And, I, yeah. I think that that's one of the unique things, and we've seen this kind of over and over in a trend, so to speak, with the different people that we've talked to here at Kauai Community College. And that's one of the greatest things, it seems, is that for those folks like yourself who have come through these major universities, you specifically coming through Columbia, you had classrooms that had in upwards of 100, 200, maybe 300 uh, students in one single class. 
and you really are just a single number, so to speak. And here you actually have, we have the chance to interact with you on a daily basis and on a much more personal level so that we actually get uh, personal guidance and uh, direction from you uh, and we really truly learn. Yeah, I mean, it's great. Um, with Columbia though, that was, I was one out of 10. So that's sort of where I picked this oh, okay. up. Okay. But the undergrad, UC San Diego or probably Columbia's undergrad, okay. that's when you were in classes with, you know, a, a, a sea of people. Wow. Which, I mean, there was something, um, there, there definitely is something good about that, right? Uh -huh. I mean, just like Certainly. online teaching, um, I think it's beneficial for students to have different teachers and, you know, to experience different styles of teaching. But yeah, here, you know, I can be right there face to face, have individual conversations within a class session, you know, while others are working. And uh, that's invaluable to me. Really cool. I want to touch on another subject, seeing as you uh, had mentioned teaching over at Kabah High School. And do you feel like there is there are certain things that can be done on a high school level to prepare students for what they're going to encounter within Kauai Community College in your specific classes? So how does early college prepare them? I guess you could say either early college or just with what you've seen within the high school uh, level of things here, do you feel like there's anything that students can do to prepare themselves for your classes or uh, maybe get themselves a level up before they actually uh, set foot into your classroom? So when I went to the high school classes, what, my mind, what, what was on my mind was really go in there and show them something new every time. Because, you know, high school is, you, you have to go, you know, you're right. there. And right. you should, and you, in my class, you have to come to my class. But at the same time, you know, part of what keeps retained students is like, you, you have to be considerate of their time. So if they're showing up and they're not, you know, maybe they have childcare responsibilities. Perhaps they have, you know, they could be making 50 bucks, bussing tables. Maybe or, they have a new dog. I mean, whatever exactly, the case a new may dog. Be. I've been there, right? <laughs> um, God, I love that dog. Uh, but anyways, um, you know, you have to make it so that they understand that you care and you value their time. Right. So when I was at early college, um, I just tried to get that across. And again, that comes down to demonstrations, drawing things in front of them, giving them a structure, you know, right. and then they can say, okay, this makes total sense. Or you try again with a different structure. And that's what ends up happening is something clicks for one of them in one way. So I, I don't think, am I going to teach this this way? Or am I going to teach it that way? I have the faith in my students that I can show them both. And if one right. makes sense than the other, they, they just know that that's cognitively how they, they are going to adapt to drawing or whatever that art making is. Um, and then the other might come in handy later. It might make sense down the road. But yeah, it's, I mean, we still don't really know how the brain works, you know, and that's, that's sort of, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's been incredible to uh, sit down with you, August, on this level, and uh, I've been very fortunate to uh, be within your classes and work with you on a real personal level uh, with different projects and stuff, and 
you bring a, a wealth of knowledge to the table that I don't think uh, we get to see too often in the respect that there's just so much more uh, that goes on with you know student and professor relationships and so on and so forth and really creating a bond within the classroom that carries on through uh, the rest of their life, so to speak. And I think uh, it's a great thing to be able to witness uh, for the students that you uh, have uh, helped out. Like uh, we mentioned Hunter earlier with his lures, he's become really successful from what I can tell and from what I know. And there are many other students that you're working with and uh, they're all becoming successful in their own right. So, uh, you know, it's funny, you say you take no credit, but uh, it really goes to show how much uh, you really care within the uh, classroom for these students. So we thank you, Kauai Community College is blessed to have you. and. Uh, Thanks for sitting down with me. I believe, in fact, I know that uh, if I if I can help it, you're going to be sitting down with me on another episode or maybe a few more because we have a lot to talk about and different things we can laugh about. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, this this was very fun. Uh, it wasn't funny. Right? Yeah, so. you know we'll have to have a uh, funny episode <laughs> All right, uh, with it, August Gray. It's my pleasure, and you know, thanks. And really, I can't take credit because if the students don't show up and do the work then you know it doesn't matter if i'm the greatest teacher ever i have no, there's nothing there you know so it really especially in hunter's case that guy was He's, already on his way yeah. right uh but thanks yeah it's just it's it's been a nice fit and i i really enjoy my time here and you know i'm, I'm looking forward to the future and I'm, hopefully uh, down the road seeing a bunch of people getting paid to do something yep yeah I think uh, Steve Harvey said it best. You can't be <laughs> famous without people. Koi Community College, it's the place to be sitting down with August Graybosch. Another incredible day. Thank you for listening to the Class Act at Kauai Community College. The views and opinions shared by the host and any guests are solely theirs and do not reflect the feelings or opinions of Kauai Community College as an institution. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast with our professor, check out the other episodes with different professors. Aloha.